So we've just started Advent. Um, and earlier this week, even before we'd begun Advent, I was thinking about how, how much I enjoy Advent, how I like Advent of all the different seasons of the church's year. It's a time of expectation, a time of looking forward, a time of hope. That we think about the coming of the Lord and about how that's something we look forward to, that he can always come more. We think in particular of three comings of the Lord Jesus. We think back in time of how he came and was born 2,000 years ago and how there was a, a long preparing for that. We think about how he comes now, every day, how he comes to me in the sacraments, in grace, in prayer, and how if I will let him, if I prepare, he can come more now. But then there's a, a third coming, the final coming, the coming at the end of time, and we look forward to that uh, in another way. So Advent is a time of looking ahead, looking to the coming of the Lord. So as at the start of this week, in this lovely Advent mood, and then I read the readings to get ready for Sunday Mass. And I read today's Gospel. And as you just heard me read it, it's, it's a bit of a downer. Um, it's not a cheerful mood at all. It's a, a threat, really. It speaks of judgment. It comes, you know, it's the Lord Jesus warning that many of us won't be ready. Many of us will not be saved. And he gives a 50-50 a percentage there. Two men in the fields, one taken, one left. Two women at the millstone, one taken, one left. That many of us won't be ready. And I thought about how I'm not even ready for Christmas, let alone the second coming. How many presents have I bought? I've not got any. Uh, how many cards have I written? Uh, none. Well, there's still 20 shopping days left before Christmas. There's still 16 days before the deadline for writing a second-class stamp Christmas card. But if Christmas came now, I wouldn't be ready. And if the Lord Jesus, in his final and second coming, was now, would I be ready? When he comes at the end, when he comes in power and glory, his definitive coming, it will be a great thing. It will be wonderful. But it will also be awesome in the sense of fearsome that he will come on his terms, not on mine. That yes, he is my friend, he is my brother, he is my saviour. He's the one who loves me more than anybody, who loves me more than I love myself. And his coming will be a delight for those who are ready. But he's also 
judge and ruler. He's the creator. He is God. And he can be a great friend because he is great. But that means I need to relate to him, not pretending he's my equal, but relate to him with awe. Now let me bring this to a focus with a single image. The Bible calls the Lord Jesus the Lion of Judah. Now a lion is not a tame thing. It's a magnificent thing. It's a mighty thing. It's a glorious, beautiful thing. But it's not a tame thing. And many of you will have read the Narnia novels by C.S. Lewis. And in those novels, there's this Christ figure, Aslan. And they're in a terrible state in Narnia. And they're looking for this figure, Aslan, who's going to come and sort everything out. Wrong will be right when Aslan comes inside. Well, let me quote to you a little exchange, conversation from that novel. Mr. Beaver said, Aslan is a lion, the lion, the great lion. Ooh, said Susan, I thought he was a man. Is he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe. But he's good. He's the king, I tell you. So to bring this to a conclusion, Advent is a time of expectation. Advent is a time of getting ready, getting ready for Christmas in the short term. And the church always starts this time of getting ready by reminding us that he who came once, who can come now, will come in power and glory at the end. And we do this as a way of remembering who it is that we're preparing for. Because the baby in the manger isn't just a cuddly image. He's our Lord and our God.